Hello everyone, welcome to the Mike Armstrong Podcast Show and uh, this morning I'm joined by Lindsay Toff from Tidy Ventures who's a property developer and trainer etc and we're going to have a chat about property and business and all those sort of things so how are you doing today Lindsay, okay? I am fabulous, how are you doing? I'm awesome, I'm always awesome, I'm the awesome Mike Armstrong, why wouldn't I be awesome? (laughs) Standard, (laughs) standard. Standard, exactly. And uh, yeah, so um, I usually start off with asking people about the lockdown, since it's uh, you know a uh, hot topic of the moment, if you like. So, how has the lockdown been for you? And have you done any sort of pivoting during that time? The first few weeks, it was good. I thought I had my shit together. I was managing. The kids weren't going too crazy, and it was fine. Um, I think everybody's just sick of the sight of each other now though and with the kids not being in school I think that's been the biggest battle but business wise yeah great like in the beginning it, it went a bit slow but it's enabled us actually to do things that we've been talking about for a while and we haven't necessarily had time to do so we've been putting more aspects of our business together and we, we're just about to launch a few new things So yeah, that's been really exciting. So the lockdown really has has enabled us to grow in the way that we wanted to, but it might have taken longer. So that's been exciting. And it's also prompted me to look for other ways to make money. So next time the government grab you by the balls, you've actually got this to survive. So Yeah. yeah, it's been good. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I say, I've had lots of entrepreneurs on my uh, podcast and on my uh, YouTube, uh, probably over 50 now, uh, during the lockdown period. And you know, most of the people I know, they seem to be positive people, entrepreneurs and stuff. And the majority of them have really found the time useful to get those things done. And also, um, there's been a big divide between the ones who got kids at home and the ones who haven't, because the ones who haven't got kids at home, I think, have enjoyed the, uh, the meantime and the, and the developing and creating. And the ones who unfortunately got kids at home and also a, a wider network of um, fur kids, you know, they, they, they probably found it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, honestly, I can imagine how amazing it would have been without having kids at home 24-7. But uh, yeah, that's definitely been the challenging part, just trying to juggle all of that. But we've got there, they're still alive. Like, yeah, yeah so it's all good. That's in their pyjamas most days, but like anything goes in this house, so it's fine. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, well, obviously, we, we, we bump into each other online and online networking events, etc. And obviously, your um, your pyjamas and your kids make an appearance every now and then. <laughs> got to be done. There's got to be done. What's the point in getting dressed if you're not going anywhere? Like, I, I'm in my pyjamas from the bottom down today, so like, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I've been mostly in jogging tops and jogging bottoms because I haven't got the kids at uh, at home with me. So I'm out on my bike exercising whatever spare time I can get uh, in, which is which is why I've loved it, especially when the weather was fab early on. Well, I've discovered joggers, if you can see, because they're like one step up from pyjamas, but they feel like you're wearing pyjamas. So now my casual attire seems to be joggers. So, yeah, yeah. loving lockdown life. <laughs> yeah, joggers are awesome, isn't they? They're awesome things. You know, they, 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 like you say, they feel just like pyjamas, but you can get away with them going to the shop. Exactly, without anybody looking at you as if you're weird, unless you're from the Ronda. And then in that case, it's totally normal it's to go normal. to the top of your pyjamas. <laughs> Everybody yeah, like, where, does. Where you are your look- slippers? Why have you stuck your shoes on? Yeah, you look weird if you dress. So yeah, happy days. And I, by the way, I'm from the Ronda, so I'm allowed to say that. I'm not dissing anybody. Yeah. I'm one of them people too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so tell us a little bit about uh, Tidy Ventures, what you do, and uh, you know um, what changes you have been making during this lockdown. 
Yeah, so Tidy Ventures, like we, we cover all aspects property really. So we, we've got a few elements to the business. So we help people find houses. So we've got a sourcing business. So we actually find people amazing income generating assets and it's completely hands off. We can find the deal, we can refurb them. So people come to us, we find them a project, we do everything for it and then they make lots of money. So we're in. Um, the other side, we're actually investors ourselves. So we currently buy in eight, eight, nine, nine houses at the minute. <laughs> um, at about four, we were like, we can't buy any more. And now somehow we buy in nine. So yeah, we've been buying, uh, buying ourselves as well. But we've actually changed strategies slightly. So rather than focusing on flips, because we don't really know exactly what's going to happen in the market, we are making sure all of our deals are strong, cash flowing by to lets as well, because we don't want to come stuck if things did take a tumble and then you might be struggling to sell. So yeah, so we, we're focusing on buy to lets at the minute just to safeguard our money really. And then something that we've always talked about, because my background is I was a teacher and I had quite a good career. I was working my way up the corporate ladder and things were going fine. What did you used to teach, by the way? What did you used to teach? Maths. Well, that's why you're you're good with the numbers on the property then. (laughs) Yeah, basic maths though. So I don't know, like I, my degree was in something completely different, criminology and sociology. And then I ended up taking the criminology side and going into prisons teaching. And then in the prisons, I ended up teaching basic skills, life skills and all of that. So then I had to go back to uni then to get my math specialism. So I, yeah, I didn't used to teach complicated stuff that people never need to use ever again. It was more practical stuff, but yeah. Multiplications and adding and subtraction and sums, basic sums, that sort of stuff. Yeah, percentages as well, but like as they, well, they changed the name. It was functional skills before that it was basic skills. God knows what it's called these days, but it was practical maths really, because it was adult. So, so it was good really. And it has actually come in quite useful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. So carry on. So, so you were doing, so using your teaching skills then to. Yeah, yeah, and it was good, and it was really enjoyable. And then when I had kids, they don't just ruin lockdowns, but they <laughs> they can ruin your career as well. And I had quite a traumatic birth after my first, and it resulted in me actually nearly dying. Um, and but it, it was good in a way like I battled for quite a few years and I'm still battling slightly with my health but it taught me loads of lessons like I didn't have a plan b that was my only career I ended up losing my job because of my ill health so I ended up in loads of debt no money coming in a family to feed and I was like shit what am I gonna do um, and it was then that I realized I needed to do something for myself and not to put myself in that position again, being reliant on a job. So got educated in property, but th- there was one thing that I didn't have that I thought you needed was money. I was literally skint on my ass on rock bottom. I got in more debt to try to get myself out of debt, but yeah, but thankfully it worked. Um, like within the last six months alone, we are buying houses worth over a million, like without having any money. So I'm really passionate now about helping people change their lives, have another stream of income, have more security, have a pension, like if that's what their goal is, through property. And I, I want everybody to know that if I can do it from a really rubbish starting point, then, then we can help anybody. 
So that passion led, led us on to training and with the teacher background that worked quite well. But we wanted our training to be affordable. Like I've met so many people spending 20 odd grand on property courses and then they can't buy a house because they're in so much debt. So we wanted to offer more personalized training with more support but at a really affordable price so people can change their lives but without having to get in so much debt. So yeah, so we've been working the last few weeks on, on launching that. So it's nearly ready to push, push out there for the masses. Really excited about that. Um, what else have we been changing? I think that, I think, yeah, I think that's it for now. So it's just loads of ideas then in the teaching and coaching space as well. So as well as doing our own stuff and finding houses for other people. Great, great, great. And um, and obviously you've partnered up with uh, Roy, uh, Roy Derrick, uh, who is a builder, if you like. And uh, um, I have, have I seen some of the properties? I think I've seen one or two on Facebook, but from, from all intense purposes, uh, everyone seems to say he does some fantastic properties and builds, etc. Um, where did you meet Roy and how did you end up uh, becoming partners? Well, on Facebook, actually, I saw some of the houses that he was selling and I was like, wow, they are amazing. Like, I need to up my game. They, I always thought that I did nice refurbs because you get like a few different kinds of investors, some people that don't really put much money into it. Yeah, to and... follow the uh, proper ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's pros and cons to both, I suppose. I don't want to insult anybody, but I've always liked. I've always believed that if I do it properly in the beginning, rip everything back, it's going to last a lot longer and I'm not going to have to then and push more money into it because I've done it from the first instance. Um, but that's why I've always thought my houses were like above, above average standard and quite nice. And then I saw his and they were next level. So I become friends with him and we just had a chat one day, he came round and we were talking about what we do and we realised we were doing really similar things but for other people, so we were both sourcing but for other people, we both had the same vision about helping people and, and the training space and how we could change things for the better. Um, yeah, and I think when two minds like come together that are really, really similar with their values as well, he was like, do you want to do this together? And I didn't know him at the time, really. I'd only met him once, and I was like, it felt right. So I was like, why the hell not? And and here we are. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So uh, one and one is uh, in, in my book could be three to five, you know, in its compound effect. So yeah. partnering up with people can be a really good thing if you share the same goals, values, etc. Because yeah. you know, one on its own and one on its own does not equal two it equals a sum greater than two yeah totally like we have been able to supersize things now from both of our skills like i've got one set of skills he's got another set of skills but then our values are aligned and what we do is aligned and because of that i've been working on some aspects of the business he's been working on the others whereas otherwise you'd have to do it all and i think that would be quite tricky but because of that it's been manageable and we're actually growing at a much faster pace so like yeah, there's i also um, there's an energy that gets produced from from teams which can't be produced on its own you know yeah that's definitely. my that's my, my belief like you know is that there's that compound energy effect which is unquantifiable but definitely there yeah exactly no it, it has supersized things because even though the aspects that I've brought to the table, I might not have necessarily brought without Roy's aspects to the table either. So together it's been powerful. So I think if you get on with people and you can collaborate, 
I'm all about working with people. To I think there's enough abundance out there for everybody, and it's amazing to help people on their journeys and work together and help each other become successful too. And yeah, working together has been so powerful. Yeah, I, I, I might, uh, you know, uh, be interested in getting involved in some way in the property side of things. Because as you know, uh, I've been looking to do that for a while. Uh, but I, I'm in a similar position to yourself. I went through a messy divorce and, you know, lost a lot of my wealth, if you like, uh, you know, through that. A lot of my assets, if you like, all my all my assets, really. Uh, my ex-wife and the children live in my assets. And uh, <laughs> and so i got to start again, similar to position to yourself when you lost your job and I'm an illness now. you got to start again. So, you know, I've been looking, I've been putting off getting into property for a while because I haven't got the finances to do it the way I want to do it. Um, I started a property maintenance business with a friend of mine just to get into the property game a bit and learn a bit about it. And I've been on Rich Dad Poor Dad seminars and Kevin Green seminars and all of that, waiting for the right time. But, you know, I think there's some ways that we could make now the right time with some people that I know and maybe me introducing them to your program or me um, sourcing properties for you or whatever, there's a way that I can get in the game, you know, and then get on the courses and then become an investor with you and then start doing this myself, which is the aim longer term. So we need to yeah. discuss that at some point because I think it's definitely a collab there. Plus also uh, a mate of mine, he offers us between seven and 10% interest on um, basically doing what you do with properties, but he does it with businesses. So he's a business builder. So he goes in, puts a, a specialist in, builds the business up, lends the business money, makes that money back in, in loan interest, yeah, and pays the investors between seven to ten percent. So rather than having like nothing in the bank, they can make a seven to ten seven to ten percent return on building businesses, if you like. And like you say, you like to diversify, and so will some of your investors. So you could, so I should introduce you to him, really, because that could be another stream where, you know, people who want to invest and they want to make 10% or whatever, you know, instead of just putting it all into property and having it all at, at the, the, the risk of whether the markets go up or down in property or whatever, you know, they can spread the risk and actually say, okay, I got hundred grand to invest. I could be 50 there and 50 there. And I'm 50 grand is invested in property, 50 grand is invested in businesses. And they're both making a similar return, but the, the risk is spread between two opportunities. Yeah, I, I t I'm going to touch upon what you said about not being the right time, right? It's just like having kids. There's never a right no, time. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thing, you've got to do it. You've just got to do it. That's and the point I'm getting to now, really, is that, you know, I, 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 the burning desire is too great that I, now is the right time. I can't wait to put it off, you know, now is the time, you know? Exactly. And honestly, I honestly, I'm so grateful for nearly dying and all that crazy stuff that happened in my life, because if I hadn't, would I have been like kind of where you were at, comfortable? You've got money coming in, you've got a roof over your head, you're not desperate enough to change your life because it's comfortable. I had to. It was either I did something and I tried to get out of the situation I was in, or I was going to be on my ass and that was how I was going to spend my life. So sometimes that sheer desperation of needing to change your life is the catalyst it takes. But don't wait for like something catastrophic to happen. Like do it now. Get yourself sorted while you're in a decent position. Because yeah, if I can do it from nothing, there is no excuses. And yeah, yeah I, I can I can show you how. But in, in regards to the market, we buy super duper cheap houses. Like we, 
our latest deals, for instance, on the weekend at the minute, house prices have gone crazy. It's mental. I am expecting a bit well, of a crazy dip. up, crazy up, and they, they yeah, yeah, crazy up. But because of the, in, uh, the is that the effect of the um, tax? You know the. Um, no, no, it's not. I think because people were locked down, as soon as now it's kind of opened back up again, everybody's like rushing to buy. It's like, the dam I'm not... effect, if you like, the dam's been lifted and just uh, the tide yeah. is pouring out at the moment. And prices are crazy, but where we invest, it's it's in areas that are quite cheap anyway. So crashes around by us don't really yeah, they don't have an effect elsewhere. No, so no. and and we work on having the two exits, the flip and the buy to let. We buy cheap and only buy houses we can add value to. So there's that instant equity. So we've always got a safety buffer. Like our two that have sold recently, we bought for seventy seven. This was for the client. And he sold it for 135 grand last week. So 30 odd grand refurb. He's made quite a tidy sum. And rental wise, my house has just rented out for six over 600 and I only paid 70,000 for that. So we're talking about really strong figures, even though the world's gone a bit mental around us. And even if it was to crash, there's still enough margin for it to be okay. So yeah, I'm doing property i'm investing a little bit in gold as well just in case anything crazy happens to money like some people yes. believe yeah spreading yeah. the risk but gold gold and property seem to be the things that that i'm doing to to get by these crazy times brilliant brilliant and um so so you've gone through uh you know sort of the changes during the lockdown you obviously explained sort of what what pushed you into the direction you've gone in uh, uh now what's the sort of grand plans what's the big plans for the for the future what is it you're trying to uh to build if you like trying to take over the world <laughs> <laughs> i love that i used to love pinky in the brain when i was a kid do you remember pinky in the brain no, I don't think I do. Oh, I'm no, <laughs> um, The grand plan is just really to help other people to, obviously, we are now financially free, which is amazing, but I want to help other people do that. I think so many people in life settle like I was because it's comfortable and they, they resign themselves to the fact that it's normal to work yourself stupid, to be stressed out, overworked, underpaid every single day until you end up dying. I want to show people that there is another way. Like I'm, I'm 35 now, by the time I'm 40, I want to be in a position that I don't need to work ever again. And I've got enough passive income coming in alone that everything else is just a bonus. Now, before I become on this journey, my goal was to have 10 houses by the time I retired. Now I've bought 10 in the last 10 in the last 12 months. So I want people to supersize their vision and just not accept a life of, of being average and help as many people get there as possible and to realize that life should be amazing. Life should be fun. Life should be enjoyable. And there is another way. Yes, good, good, good. And some of that uh, 10x thinking come from uh, uh, Grant Cardone, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, you know, obviously we both are uh, big Grant Cardone fans. Uh, you're, you're more from the property side, me more from the sales and marketing side, but I have an interest in property too. And obviously you, I, I guess, you know, most entrepreneurs have an interest in sales and marketing. 
to as well. But yeah, we, we come from the, the, the different sides, if you like, the opposite sides. And then, you know, we, we, we've been, uh, you know, on a couple of those events together. Um, I'm actually re-listening the, the 10X audiobook at the moment. And uh, I'm also listening to uh, The Magic of Thinking uh, Big, which is a good book, you should, uh, audio book, which you should uh, listen to if you've not listened to it before. Um, how's your how's your personal development journey going and uh, what are you into at the moment? Right, God, I've got my phone here. What is, uh, I've got loads of stuff going on on here. So I tend to do Audible because I, I struggle to read with having the kids around. Now for me, mindset is what enabled me to change my life like there was people starting out on the same journey as me in a better position than me and i was the one that ended up doing it even though my starting point was quite crap and i really believe that is down to mindset i believed i could and all of that come from being into the law of attraction so a lot of people might think that's a bit woo and it a bit crazy. I used to think it was a load of bollocks too. But when you've got nothing and you start manifesting crazy things in your life, you start believing. So each day, and I notice when I don't do this, so it is really powerful, I try to listen to some law of attraction stuff because if I don't, my mindset starts to dip and then everything gets too much. and you end up then back in the cycle of struggling and stress. So I, I, I find it really important to listen to something positive and inspiring and uplifting daily, even if it's 10 minutes. Otherwise, I start noticing the changes there. But yes, I've got... Uh, I guess while you're looking in your phone then, I guess you're looking forward to Dr. John Martini on Interviz uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm loving all the positive people that are coming out at the minute. It's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah there's been some phenomenal people and I'm about to listen to my friend had an event on the weekend and he had Jack Hanfield on for an hour as well as Brian Tracy and loads of other people. I'm going to go and listen to them as well because, yeah, they're all incredible. What event was that? Um, it was the VIP Summit, so helping people grow online businesses. Um, yeah, so, it, so we had a, an event on the weekend. I think this was his fourth one now, but always awesome mega successful not in person this time it was all online so i'm going to listen to the guys played back but it's important to surround yourself with positive people um but i've got a bit of jack hamfield gabrielle bernstein the chimp paradox the power of now the universe has your back um the alchemist i enjoyed that as well a bit of grant cardone a bit of john maxwell mel robbins five second rule and um, the miracle morning that's another good one rich dad poor dad changed my life as well so i've literally got loads i'm always trying to listen whilst multitasking and pleaded or looking up after the kids or whatever but trying to stay on point and yeah you, um, have, you, have you listened to think and grow rich yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good and also um what i'm listening to at the moment the psychology of selling brian tracy no, I, I haven't actually, apart from obviously you and him the other week, I yeah. I haven't actually read any of his books or listened to any of his books. I will have to. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, the psychology of, of, psychology of selling or sales, one or the other. Um, but yeah, that's a good one as well. But uh, yeah, it's good that uh, you know, you're continuing your personal development journey. I, I'm exactly the same. I'm, I read like 10 pages from a book each day and I uh, listen on audio when I'm out on my bike or uh, going for a walk or whatever and uh, I watch quite a lot of YouTube videos in amongst me uploading YouTube videos and, and all of that uh, yeah. yeah and podcasts as well do a bit of that it's like 
changing. I think like, I don't really watch TV anymore. One, because I think it's all bullshit and it's fake news and it's crap and they've got their own agendas going on. And like, I used to watch the soaps, like watching people who are miserable in their lives. Like, why why do people watch this? Like, I can't believe the person I was to the person I am today. And it is totally through personal development. And yeah, I'm, I'm a massive fan. Yeah, because uh, with the soaps and us, it's all negativity, and they why, why, you know, why you don't want drama in your own life? Why do you want to watch made-up drama in someone else's life? It's, cra- it's crazy. And again, coming back to the law of attraction, what you feel, what you think, what you give yeah. out, you attract. So, do I really want that in my life? No. So, I, yeah, the telly, I don't even really watch these days. And well, I mean, I've gone from being a telly addict to not really watching it at all. I, I might watch something like about uh, half hour in the evening to go to sleep. No, that's about it. Like, you know, I used to watch TV all the time. Yeah, and then no, whilst working, I was never just watching TV. I was always working. Yeah, social media. My, my thumb was always working on the phone. It's easy for people to do though. People think, oh, they haven't got time, but get audible, listen to box. If you're driving somewhere, chuck it on because even five, ten minutes a day, like, I'll and do if that you've as got well in the car, yeah, yeah, just I used to listen time. to music, but uh, music was good to inspire you when you're going to a sales meetings or networking events and that, but, but learn something and be inspired at the same time, yeah, definitely, definitely. But no, it's been life changing for me, so everybody needs to get on it. Yeah, good. And uh, yeah, for me uh, as well, like I, in the lockdown, I've been uh, doing the podcast, which led to doing the YouTube channel because I, I like to do efficiency. So I, I worked out that I could do the podcast and the YouTube at the same time. And I know you've done a bit of uh, videos and stuff in your Facebook uh, group and that sort of thing. Tell people a little bit about your Facebook group and, uh, and what you've been doing and, and, and what the plans are going forward uh, with, with regards to how you're reaching out to people to get involved and that sort of thing. Yes, we've got a free Facebook group, so if anybody wants to join, it's Learn About Property. Uh, Please answer the questions, though, because I'm not just letting random people in. So it's like, if you've got an interest in property, it hasn't got to be long, just like say something. And yeah, we'll add you to it. I do need to work on putting more content in there, but because we've been so busy doing the teaching and training and the courses and stuff, we have let it slack a little bit, but we do, we post our updates, we post our projects. We wanted to give value to people. And one thing I noticed in our training was a lot of the refurb stuff wasn't getting covered. So that, and then I know people who've gone out, bought houses based on what they've been told on a course and they've completely messed up the refurb costs and then they've been screwed. They've lost like money and the deal doesn't work anymore. So we wanted to help and educate people on the build side as well, because obviously Roy being a builder, I did have a construction company for a short while, but I've always done the refurbs myself. So we wanted to educate people on issues, how to solve them, costings, and just a, a general group really to, to help people and give advice. So if anybody wants to come on over, you'll see videos of us in there, tours of our projects, showing what we do, as well as trying to help on, on the other stuff as well. So yeah, that's our Facebook what, group. What videos do you put in there? Do you put like recorded videos off your phone or do you do lives or, or what? Bit of both really. Most of them tend to be if I go to a project, I might do a live in there. Um, there and again, part of the reason why we've been quiet is because of lockdown. We haven't had as much going on because everything kind of come to a standstill. So we didn't have the usual progress that we would have had to post about. So we will get back in the game now everything's starting to open up again. But yeah, yeah. just showing people what to look out for, what we're doing, what, how we add value to properties because we add stupid, crazy value to properties just by the standard of refurbs that we do. So just, yeah, just showing people how, 
how to make money from property safely. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well, what I would advise you to do, like like what I've done. So I usually advise people what uh, to, to follow a path that I that I follow because I'm very strategic and I, I choose to do things for a reason, not out of randomness. And, and obviously, I'm very I'm always learning about sales and marketing techniques, etc. And the reason I got into podcasting is because podcast is massive at the moment. Um, and so, you know, I think it's some, you know, something like uh, three quarters of adults or something engage in podcasts or something, so something ridiculous like that, you know, podcasting is going through the roof. So if you're somewhere that's exploding, it's just, if you're not somewhere that's exploding, yeah, then you're missing what I always consider, you're missing a trick, you're missing engagement with lots of people who are somewhere looking for content. And at the moment, your content isn't there to be found. So they're finding someone else's content. That's always the strategy to think about is, if I'm not in the space, who is in the space? And what, what are they maximizing from it? And obviously for me, a lot of people don't particularly like doing the uh, recording, especially visual ones, face to face. I was a little bit like that myself to start with. I started doing um, I started doing podcasts because podcasts are easier to get content out without you having to worry about what I look like, what my hair is like, have I got the right clothes on, etc., etc. So podcast is a really great way for that. But then what I found was is quite quickly and early on, I got comfortable with podcasting, and actually I, I realised that in the same amount of time I do a podcast, I could do a video where I could stick the audio on the podcast and the video on the YouTube channel, so I'm getting two bangs for the buck. And if actually that video or that podcast is actually something you would have to do in the real world on a call or on a message, you're getting three bangs for your buck. Yeah. So so then the efficiency side of me kicked in. And I put so I do Zoom calls where the audio goes onto the podcast, the video goes onto YouTube. And then once they go onto the podcast and the YouTube, you can share it to all your social media from there. So I would say, you know, if you had a tidy podcast. And a, and, a tidy, and a tidy YouTube channel, you could actually put all of your content on there and attract new uh, audiences. So that would be a little yeah. tip for you, yeah? Good and, idea. Yeah. I and just need to find yeah. some more hours of the day to make all this stuff happen, but no, it's a really good idea. I don't mind, like, I'm kind of dressed. I haven't brushed my hair for three days anyway, so I'm like, I'm all, <laughs> I'm all good with that. I'm a bit of a trump at heart, so yeah. Uh, I don't mind doing videos. I do like to try and make the effort a little bit for them but no i think it's a good good idea but yeah, yeah so we, we will be, have to uh, on that. you could put all of that sort of uh you know uh, the the content out there that, that that's there to capture people so that then you can get them into the courses into the classes into the closed groups with it where the real value is like you know but you can give value you know at a certain level to attract the audience and i think uh as one of the dogs i think just woke up <laughs> But, um, but yeah, you know, that'd be a great place for you. To, to me, a lot of people say, oh, it's finding the time. But actually, if you get a really good system and process in place, it creates more time. It gives you more time back. So that's the yeah. key. I will have to look into this. I'm sure it'll be, I'll be like, help, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've given quite a lot of people uh, some podcast tips at the moment because it is like lots of people are getting involved and uh, especially people who've got something to say. You know, to me, life's about um, building up your own confidence to find your voice. And once you find your voice and you realise actually uh, you, you're a contributor, you know, you're not just sat on the, the sidelines, but you want to get involved right. in the world and start contributing. And once you found your voice and you've got something to say, which you obviously have, you know, you've got good messaging and you've got you're helping people and all of that. So you've got to try and reach as many corners of the earth as you can, you know, with that message, because it's a good message and why not? 
Oh, thank you. But no, I will. I will. I'll, I'll put it on my list. I am going to work on it and we are going to do more podcasts. Woo! Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Some, I haven't got any. Some podcasts. But another way I started as well, which would be good for you, is like what you're doing now, appearing on other people's podcasts or, or YouTubes or whatever. It's a good way to get, you know, get into the system and get comfortable with it, etc. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely. And you could you could interview all of the people in your group, for example, you know, in your Facebook group, because I know you've got quite a lot of people in there. Get them all on. Give them give get get their feelings, gut feelings on on um, property you know some of them some people want to get involved in the game some of them aren't quite ready and by getting them on and having a chat with them you'll see where they're at and you'll be able to deal so it's it's actually a work call at the same time as content call that's how i look at it you know i use it as a networking event if i think there's areas of sales and marketing or business growth or whatever that i can help people with by having a chat with people about their business those things come out so so it can lead to business at the same time but you know the problem the main priority is about creating the content but if it leads to some business at the same time or a joint venture or a collaboration then happy days you know? definitely some good tips there definitely I, I need to get need to get out of my own way and get honest i do yes. thank you <laughs> definitely definitely all right then well um i'm conscious of uh, the fact that i've got another podcast straight after this and i'm conscious that you've got a, a life to lead so it's been great having you on my podcast and uh, you know thanks for coming on really no thanks for inviting me on i've really enjoyed it and I, i've learned stuff too so yeah thank you yeah brilliant all right then uh, nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day i know i will and thanks very much for listening <laughs>